everybody. Welcome to Root Advice on Wednesday on this new schedule. Hope everyone's doing well. And I apologize for not having everything kind of organized before. But again, you know, having a baby at 46 definitely does change everything. <laughs> and uh, going live and setting the schedule, more or less, uh, Wednesdays, again, at this time for two hours and Saturday. I've never gone live on Saturdays before, but according to the analytics on YouTube, Saturdays seem to be a good day to go live. So we're going to do that. So that'll be the schedule moving forward for the remaining part of the year. So again, I know I had a lot of people reach out to me and say, hey, when is the next live? I got lost. I was watching you all the time. So again, I do apologize for that, that um, all that confusion. But again, welcome, everybody. Welcome, everybody on TikTok. Hello, everybody on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Greetings. It's going to be a fun conversation. And as last week, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and do something like I did last week with a pregame and just kind of talk about what's going on in my life and, you know, things that have come up before we get into the topic of what is a simp, because the whole simp piece, it's interesting. A lot of men call me that for whatever reason, and I was curious about why that is. So I'm going to talk about that in detail. But right now, the pregame, I want to touch on this. For those who have been following me and know me, you are well aware that Robbie Harvey, I've said the story many times that he was a, a creator on TikTok that stitched one of my videos not too long ago, about a year ago. And it's one of my more popular lives. I can show you here. One second, share this tab. And let me just share, show everybody real quick. It's my second most viewed live uh, of all my lives that I've done here on the Root Advice channel. It's got 1,700 lives. And in that live, I discussed how this creator, uh, first off, he is a male feminist. And what he does is all of this content is geared toward men, hating men. Uh, it's geared to women who have had you know, emotional trauma or bad experiences with men in the past. And it's always bashing men. You know, men are horrible. This is a look at this list of what men have said to their pregnant wives, all these types of things. So he knows his demographic and he makes context specifically to trigger his audience, which is dominantly female. So in this particular case, he stitched one of my videos, and I won't go into the whole story, but he stitched one of my videos last year, and he lied. He took a piece of my story, he lied about it, it changed some details, and then he went with that story and stitched my video, cutting out the important parts. Now, that video last June went super viral, and another large creator who was in that man, -oh, man hate sphere, Kaylee Kalista, I believe her name is, she stitched his video. So... I was bombarded with at least at that first month over like 9 million views from women all over the all over the world just bashing me, hating me. And again, it's it was based on the lie. And then that video went to other platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and to this day, I've had the negative effects of that lie. I get hate all the time from women, "Oh, you're the guy who left his wife when she was she had cancer and she was pregnant." I'm like, "Where the hell is this story coming from? That's not what happened." So he changed the narrative, and I remember when it was going on, I reached out to him and said, hey, this is not true. Give me a, a platform, an audience, so we can clear the air. He was totally dismissive about it, and he ran with it because he got the traction, he got the views, and he got what he wanted. Anyway, he recently started doing a video series on an Alan Kasanoff case, which for those who follow me, you know I don't follow anything related to trial or crimes. That's not my area of expertise, but... Robbie started doing a series of videos. Uh, I don't know the details about it, but there was a, a clip of this man just yelling at his wife. Apparently, the story he was telling was this man was so abusive to his wife that she ended up, you know, 
exiting herself. I'm not going to say the word because I'm on all these platforms and any word you say will get you banned, okay? But he, this was a cash cow for him. So he ended up making 40 videos about this man repeating and sharing that same clip of him yelling at his wife, which from what I understand was a staged event. She kind of enticed him and it, it upset him and then hit record when he blew up. And that video went viral and he even boasted about that. There's screenshots that are on the internet and you can see them in that live that I have here where he boasted he made $20,000 in one month on Facebook. And he was just boasting about it and just having a good time. This man, uh, having gone through all that, he ended up getting fired from his job because of public outcry. His children went through horrible uh, bullying and he made us spend this man's life a living hell over this past summer. So, as of this morning, it made news, and I'm going to share this with everybody, that Alan Kasanoff is suing Robbie Harvey for $150 million for uh, defamation. And I just want to say he had it coming. He had it coming. He wanted his audience to, the goal was to annihilate this man and ruin his life because of the lie he told. Now, there's court documents that are public that show that the story he was telling, again, was only a piece of the story. It wasn't the entire story. He, again, he only took the pieces of the story that he knew was going to ignite hatred and just trigger his audience. That's what he does. And that's exactly what he did. He told a one-sided story to his audience, over two and a half million women and they made this man and his children's life a living hell over the course of the summer and got him fired. So he is suing Robbie Harvey for $150 million in defamation, which he had it coming. He had it coming. I mean, and he says he cares about the children and whatnot, but no. Uh, there's a um, the actual details of the complaint. I haven't listened to them all, but another creator has. And it goes into explicit detail on what the the tragedy these kids went through because of these guys, this guy's videos and what he was doing. And I think this is a valuable lesson, to be honest, for all creators, including myself, anybody who has a platform, anybody who is, you know, stitching videos and, you know, look at what this guy did. This guy's a piece of crap. And, you know, I wouldn't have done that. You know, we should do something. No, there's also other, lot of creators who are, I guess, part of the social justice movement, like the, uh, the, Look at this woman. She made some racist comments. We found her her address. You know what to do, people. That's dangerous. I know the people they highlight aren't the nicest people. A lot of them are pieces of crap. I totally get that. But to endanger people's lives by exposing where they work, where they live, and endanger, endangering you know family members of that person who were not even connected to what had happened, it got ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And I hope this is an example that everybody can follow, including myself. I'm going to be very cautious with every stitch that I do moving forward because, again, I don't, I'm cautious. I'm scared of the negative effects it can have on the person on the other end, like the negative effects that it can affect this person's life. But anyway, this is big news in the social media piece, especially with TikTok. TikTok, you can go super viral, super fast, and the world will know your name. And it can be based on a mistake you've made. It could be based on you arguing with your wife. You get caught cheating. Everybody's going to know your face. So I think we all should really take a moment to think about this and say, hey, if you caught your wife cheating, is it the right thing to do to record her reaction and blast her to the world? Because technically, you could be liable for being sued. 
And again, I know a lot of us have that moral compass that some people are missing, but in this particular case, Robbie Harvey went out of bounds. He went over the line. He saw a cash cow. That's why he made 40 videos on this man. Again, just replaying the same video over and over again. And now he's got his comeuppance. And I, for one, am happy that this happened because again, he is a son of a bitch. He truthfully is. And again, I just wanted to share that real quick. That's news. I heard that this morning and I just played ice cubes. Today was a good day. And then I went to the ballpark and, you know, got me a triple double. <laughs> and I got a page Kim because she can all night. <laughs> I'm engaged. No, I don't know any Kims. Just kidding. Anyway, that's what I want to share as far as the pregame, everybody. But um, it's amazing how much damage a, a video can do to somebody's lives, including my own. Like I said, to this day, I get hate from women who believe Robbie, who believed that story, who believed what he said. And it's continuous. I, there's even been moments where not Robbie, but there's been other moments where people try to cancel me on TikTok. And it got so bad that feminists, angry feminists with the blue hair, that typical one, because you see the avatars, right? They were calling CPS to get my kids taken away, to report me as an abusive father. Can you believe that? Because we disagreed on a topic. Isn't that some bullshit? That's how stupid it can be here on social media. And again, I know there's haters, and that's what we're going to talk about in, the, in this podcast. But I know there's haters, and I know what you see on the internet is not necessarily going to agree with you. The way phones are designed, it's going to send you what you agree to, and it's going to send you what you disagree, with, disagree to. It's going to trigger you positively or negatively. And if, it, if you don't agree with somebody, it's, it's fine. Why do you have to go out of your way to destroy somebody's life? Seriously, why do you want to, what is the justice in getting somebody fired from a tweet that's 10 years old? Why? What's the justice in that? It's pathetic in my opinion. And again, I know there's an other TikTok influencer who's that got two, I don't know his name, but he's also that type of creator. Like you see what he did. He just called this person some, a name, you know, let's get him fired. Here's his address. Here's his employer. You know what to do. He is being sued. Rightfully so, because again, I get traction, I get reactions, I get comments. That's what that's what gets you money in social media. But to do that to at the cost of somebody's livelihood is bullshit. So again, I just wanted to share that story real quick on what's going on because this is big news, and I, I think this is going to be a a having a, 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 a what am I trying to say? A paradigm shift is what I'm trying to say. This is going to change people's uh, behaviors and what they're stitching and what they're calling out, including myself. Anyway, tonight's topic is, what is a simp? Hey, everybody on TikTok. How's everybody doing? We're going to talk about simps. Because apparently I am one. <laughs> I have no idea what a simp was. So my, you know, and a simp is not a word a grown man uses, in my opinion. I'm 46 years old. There's no way in hell I'm going to use that word as my daily dialogue. I use it as maybe fun joking with my kids. You know, that old man saying new words that are unhip. You know, that whole thing. But there's no way I would actually use it in my vocabulary. So one second. What was that? Let me turn that down real quick. That's my notifications. Yeah, so Simp, apparently on, on Facebook, which is my one of my favorite platforms. And again, thank you, everybody. I just crossed 60,000 followers. So thank you, everybody, on Facebook. I love every single one of you. If you're, in the, if you're watching live, type it in. I want to see who's watching. But... The goal of this this episode is not to call out men, insult men, do anything like that. That's not what I'm here to do, guys. I mean, whether you believe me or not, 
Uh, I've had a long life. I failed and I failed a lot and I've had a lot of successes. I've been in every role you can possibly be in. I've been a single bachelor. I've been a fiance. I've been a husband. I've been the husband that cheated, right? I've been a divorced single parent starting over, right? Ground zero with nobody. Went through that depression, rebuilt my life and have the woman that I've always wanted, the life I've always wanted now. So all my, all my advice that I give is proven in real life. That's worked for me. Now, I know every, everyone's situation is different, but the advice I share is not to humiliate you or embarrass you. I know I do retaliate to some of the insults just for fun, but I am not telling you this just to waste time. It's worked. And I've helped thousands of men already and women all over the world. But the advice I give, I've noticed I get simp, you're a simp, you're a simp. And I'm like, from what I recall, I remember this simp came, I guess the word was originated maybe two years ago. And I remember it came about because there was, there are still men who tip like online fans, like Twitch streamers, you know, beautiful women who are on online, just playing games, looking gorgeous. And these guys are just throwing thousands of dollars at them, thinking that it's connecting them. And they have some sort of like relationship. Now that's a simp. If you're wasting money on stupid shit like that, that is a total simp. I agree with that 100%, but Somebody sharing advice is not a simp like that's going to work. So again, anyway, I <laughs> let me see if I can share this real quick. I, I started keeping track a month ago, actually a month and a half ago, I'll go, because I'm a man who loves behavioral studies. For those who don't know my real life job, I am instructional designer for adult learning. That is my real job. I studied this shit, right? So anyway, I love, and it's all based in patterns and common denominators. So I started keeping track of all the men who called me simp on Facebook because that's where I get called. Sometimes on, on, on whatchamacallit, I get called simp on uh, other platforms, but Facebook is more evident. So I was like, okay, let me look at their profiles and see what I can find if there's a common denominator with these men. So I started doing that. And I noticed right away there are common attributes and behaviors and what they believe in. And I'm going to go over some of that. And then I'm going to go over what I believe the seven things that seven items in social media has done that's destroyed men's perception on women. This is all going to correlate. All right. So here we go. The first thing I noticed as far as it is toxic masculinity. I hate the term because I'm a masculine man. I, I, I don't believe in all that, you know, that forward to just kill masculinity. I'm old school. That's just me. The way I was raised, I'm not going to change who I am because of a trend on Twitter. Bullshit. No, I'm going to be the man that I, my dad taught me how to be, right? And I understand that these men don't represent all men in the red pill space, but I notice there is toxic masculinity within it. There is this, this, this uh, movement with aggression, dominance, and, and emotional suppression, like not being weak. They want to be a dominant alpha male, and they want to, in other words, be possessors of power and status. And they want women to be subjective to their needs and their dreams and passions, which everybody should have a spouse or a partner, right, that supports their dreams. But they want women to be totally submissive to them. And the submissive, why the women submiss to them is because of the power, wealth, and status and frame that they have. For those who don't know what frame means, frame is more or less a trans translation of their presence and stature. A command, somebody you look at and say, that's a man, that's a leader. I want to be part of him. I want, to be, I want him to be my mentor, somebody you admire with character. And none of these men have that. None of these men have that. And to be totally honest, I've decided to dive in 
the red pill space. I've actually purchased a couple of Rolo Tomasi's books because I want to learn what these guys are talking about. So I am uh, about four chapters in the player's handbook and I'm starting to see where they're getting this influence from and what they're learning, who they're, who is teaching them this, but there is a sense of toxic masculinity in there. And I hate using that term because masculinity in, masculinity in itself isn't toxic, but these attributes of just aggression, dominance, and just submissiveness, that's a little toxic and that's a little bullshit. Okay. That's what I'm going with. Two, the other trait that I noticed, misogyny. These guys genuinely hate women. They hate women. They despise them. And you can see it in the tone of their voices in the comments. You can see it present all over. One second here. One second. Turn off those notifications. Anyway. Yes, and back to misogyny. Yes, they have a genuine hatred with women, and they despise women. They think women, uh, they, I, I don't know whether they've never had a positive female influence in their life, or maybe they're still upset about that one girlfriend they had that broke their heart in high school, or the, the wife that asked for the divorce. I get we all have, heart, have had heartbreak in our, in our lives. I get we've had that peace in our lives. I get that. We've all been there. We've all been screwed over. We've all been cheated on. But that's just one person. That one person, man or woman, doesn't represent an entire gender. And these guys completely hate women. They think there's no good women left in the world. They're all going to ask for your bank statements and pay stubs on their first dates. They all think they want a man with muscles and they're looking for the next best thing and you're wasting your time. But they, And I don't know where that stems from. Again, maybe it's heartbreak. I get that. I remember I told this story where I had a friend of mine who was, a, again, uh, an incel in the making, his girlfriend broke up with him after six years and he never recovered from it. And to this day, he hates women. And it's been 10 years because he listens to all these, these shows that reinforce his idea and confirm, confirm what he feels. Okay. But there is a definite level of misogyny there. They hate women. And again, I'm not saying this is all one-sided. Again, I know there's misandry. I know there's a group of women that hate men. I've had them try to cancel me. So I get that. Both genders have that polluted side of people that need help. And that's what I'm referring to, okay? I'm not saying this is one way, so don't even go there. Now, they also uh, there's also pessimism and victimhood. It's not my fault. Uh, it's, it, it's women that are the problem, not me. I'm a good man. And because I am a good man, I am entitled to blank. Ooh, which in itself is just a horrible thing to say. And think about it. No one's entitled to jack shit in life. You got to go earn it. You, you, and I hope they understand that, but they really, they're, they've given up. They, they feel the situation's hopeless. And a lot of them have gone, there's the MGTOW movement, men going out on their own because they've given up on women. And I don't understand that. I get, I get again, to repeat myself, I get everybody's had their heart broken at one point or another, but that doesn't represent all women. And if you truly are having the same result of the women in your life breaking your heart, well, maybe you're the problem because you're picking women with, you have no standards, no self-respect, and you're picking crap women. You ever think about that? Same thing goes for women. If, if you keep saying men ain't shit, well, maybe your standards are shit. Not, not the men that you're picking. There's a difference there. But, um, <laughs> one second. And they feel, they, they, I guess like most tribal groups, they blame somebody, right? We're the victims because of what? The social media, 
uh, his social media has ruined relationships. Feminism. Feminism is the result of why things are so bad. So they're always blaming something for their problems. It's the matrix. It, <laughs> there are men out there, grown men, my age, who believe the matrix is the source of their problems. I don't know what to say about that. I, I truthfully don't know what to say about that. That's not the case. That's, that's not the case. I, I don't get it. Uh, but yeah, there's that. Uh, there's also a lack of empathy. Um, there is a, um, one second here. Lack of empathy. Uh, choose better. You pick crap, man, it's your fault. Well, when you hit the wall, you're going to be lonely and miserable because you didn't pick any man. So, ha ha. Uh, they celebrate others' misfortunes. If there's a woman crying on social media because her husband left her or like she's 30 and she feels like she's been left behind, they know they love nothing better than to just pounce on this woman and just, just ridicule her. Ha ha, you didn't pick a good man. You got ran through. Now you're expired. And look at you. You are like pathetic. You deserve the pain that you have. So there's no empathy. Yes, they believe women expire at the age of 30. That's something. Well, I'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, so there's no empathy whatsoever. And again, I'm what I'm sharing everybody here is the common traits that I saw with these men who've called me simp. I went to their pages. I looked at what they shared. I, I looked at everything. And, and these are all the commonalities that I saw. Uh, and the last part here... Oh, they've quit. They're quitters. They've given up on women. They've given up on any chance on having a romantic, healthy relationship. And I'll get to your questions in a bit, TikTok, in a second, one second. They've all quit. They've given up. Don't get married. Uh, don't, why bother wasting time with a woman? Uh, why do that? Uh, what else did they say? Women aren't worth a damn. So give up, man. Stay single, bros. Stay single. And I want to remind every guy... Everybody who's listening, misery loves company. Just because a few men who've taken no accountability in improving their overall being, persona, game, body, personality, a lot of men who haven't done a lot of self-reflection and they're just spewing this, many women ain't worth a damn, be alone, stay single. Misery loves company, everybody. And they would, they would love nothing more than for you to agree with them so you can be alone and miserable with them. So to all the young and impressionable men out there who are like, you know what these older men are saying that I should listen to them. No, 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 no. Make your own path, follow your own rules and make up your own damn decision and don't give up. And that's what blows my mind. They, 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 they talk about masculinity. They talk about being a man. Men don't quit. Men don't quit. We're not allowed to quit. I don't know if anybody told you that, but you're not allowed to quit, man. You have no choice. And the fact that a lot of them are, I don't understand. Maybe it's a Gen Xer in me and I can't relate to millennials or a Gen Z. I don't know. I don't know what the missing correlation is, but men aren't a lot to quit. And a lot of them are. A lot of them are. So um, one second here. I don't know what's going on on TikTok here, uh, but uh, I'll get to those questions in a bit.
anyway, they, they've all quit. And the last piece that I've seen is uh, one second here. Is confirmation bias. That's the last piece I've seen. They don't want to improve things. They want an echo chamber of other men who agree with them. And what I see, like, for example, I posted a video, uh, not video, just a comment, just a general tip for first dates, because believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of young men out there who are asking, what do you bring to the table on a first date? And <laughs> they're telling me, well, there's women who are asking for pay stubs and bank statements on a first date. And I'm like, well, those are the women you don't want to get to know. So just get up and leave. So they're doing it in retaliation to what they have seen on the female side, asking for the pesos and bank statements. So they're asking, what do you bring to the table? Don't do this on a first date. If you want the date to just go straight to hell, say it. Go ahead and ask her that. I promise you, it's gonna, you're going to fail and she's going to be offended because it's an invasive question. It's an invasive question. No one asks that. It's, it's, it's not polite. It's rude. And dates are... So, what happened to a date when you took a woman out? You're supposed to romanticize her, charm her, Try to impress her because you wanted her company. So you're supposed to court her, be a gentleman, be a man. That's what men do. A lot of these men, which I didn't list here, are going into the date in a very combative way. And I've had many women, because again, I get thousands of your stories all the time. Thousands of them where they say, I go on dates and I feel so much hostility from him. It scares me. Like they can sense the anger and resentment from you because you're so damn bitter at, from women in your past experiences that they, they can feel your resentment. So if you're walking into a date with that type of presence, it's going to fail, dude. And you got no one to blame but yourself. Nobody. And when someone tries to teach you like, hey, don't ask what she brings to the table. This is the, this is the tip I shared. Don't ask what she brings to the table. Just vest some time to get to know her and she'll show you. Simp, 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 simp. And I'm like, really? How is that simp advice? I don't, I don't understand that. But apparently, that's what they believe. And the confirmation bias is that anything that's against what they feel is right, which is a lot of the toxic side of the red pill movement, you're against them. And they'll insult you. And they'll do all these things. Which, again, if the advice you're learning isn't helping you and it hasn't helped you at all in the years that you're studying this, aren't you wasting your time? I don't get that. So, again... They, they, they just want echo chambers. They want validation. They don't want, they don't want knowledge. I'll repeat that. They don't want validation. They, I mean, excuse me. They don't want knowledge. They want validation. They don't want to improve. They want confirmation, which blows my mind. It blows my mind. Let me get to some comments real quick, because I see TikTok going off the rails over here. You did not expire. Don't even go there. Life does begin at 40, I believe. Let me go back as far as I can go here. Do, 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 do. Again, everybody on YouTube, I'm looking at the TikTok comments and Facebook. Hi, just give me a second. Speaking true, 30. Did you say 30 is expired? That's according to them, not me. Who is your audience? 50-50 male and female. Mind-blowing that they think a woman has expired at 30. I know, they call it hitting the wall. And I think that's just a tactic just to shame women because they're, they're, they have more options than they do. It's, it's idiotic. One second here. I truthfully don't get it. One second. Mm. 
I don't know what, what's up with that filter. So anyway, anyway, I can't do it. Let's go back to the comments here. You did not expire, Andy. <laughs> I feel like you might be projecting. I don't know what that means. I don't think he's saying that. Uh, I think he's saying don't listen. Yes, uh, thank you, Kev. That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm not saying, okay, I don't know where the confusion landed, but a lot of people think that I was like, in agreement with these terms, with these items. No, no. <laughs> Raise of hands, how many women are here? Why does the right, what does the right care? I don't know, hold on. I'm with you on that, Rudy. Most women want to be courted, not asked what they bring to the table, yeah. No, uh, you can join the live maybe on YouTube after I'm done here, but not right now. The wall is a wild concept. Okay, let me get to any comments here on Facebook or YouTube. Uh, let's see here. A man I was seeing a while ago told me a man doing anything romantic to a, for a woman is simping. Well, that's just plain stupid, right? <laughs> I don't get that. I don't get that. Uh, I you're so. Oh, I guess because you're supposed to submit to their masculine frame and presence and power. Romance is not even essential nowadays. It's just you are submitting to their power. I don't know, it, but it's it's stupid. Yeah, continue to try that, guys. Let me know how that works out for you. I don't think it is. Now, I did ask my Facebook uh, group. Uh, again, um, I'm at 60,000 uh, followers here on Facebook. And again, it's 50-50 men and women. I asked the question earlier today, what is a simp? Because I wanted to get your feedback. And here are some comments here. I'll read some of the most relevant ones. Uh, another overused buzzword. I agree with that. In the context of a man... That a man in a romantic relationship, he goes along with a woman's narrative, even if it does not favor him in the same way. Like a friend of mine seems to be going along with his wife's whims. Oh, okay, that's a. Let's see here. All I know is it's the opposite of pimp. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Let's continue on here. Uh, what else do we have? It is a word that women are. It's a. It is a word that women who are of low self-esteem use to describe men that are consistently give them attention that they're denying, that they deny craving yet privately need for their own self-confidence. I've never heard a woman call me simp. It's only been men. Uh, let's see. A man boy chasing external validation by projecting his unmet needs through the lens of romantic infatuation with a woman who in all probability would reject him for his glossy uh, behaviors intended to win her favor. Okay, that's a good one. Nothing but a, hold on, a pushover. Uh, let's see here. Which one is most relevant here? One that's got the most comments. A simp is an individual that consistently pours time, energy, devotion, and even money into another for whom they have romantic interests whilst never receiving any reciprocation with regards to affection or even credible promise, therefore. That makes sense. Okay, somebody who's wasting money on somebody else, and, and it's a one-sided type of deal. That makes sense to me. Okay. Uh, let's see here. There's Andy's comment. I was only kidding, Andy. The word uh, comes from the word simpleton. 
this one guy said, look in the mirror. And then I went ahead and said, you're look who's talking. So this is the type of guy that calls me simp. So take a good look. <laughs> Maybe he's bitter because he's so damn unattractive. I don't know. Yeah, I said it. I can jab back from now, every now and then. Okay, here's another one. A simp is a dude that puts time and effort, energy into a woman that he knows has no interest in him in order to try to woo the woman. Okay, so again, I think there's a common denominator there. And I can agree with that. A, a guy, a simp is more or less a guy vesting money into a woman that he knows he's got no chance with and he's just totally oblivious to that. And he's just more or less showering her with gifts because that's all he can do. He's giving somebody attention that he knows it's a one-sided sort, sort of deal. So anyway, that, there you go. And I know for a damn fact, I don't fit into that category. So no. I mean, I never had a problem with the dates. My fiance is beautiful. I don't know. Anyway, why do guys, uh, these type of men, again, I truthfully want to help them. If they don't want help, then fine. I'm just going to go on about my way. Block, if you hate my advice, block me. But if you're going to continue to make comments and do things, thanks for the engagement. You're only helping me with analytics and numbers. So keep doing that. I'm not going to block you. But why, if somebody's offering you genuinely good advice, why reject it? I mean, what's going on in your brain chemically where you see great advice? I mean, I've always said, if you're going to take advice from somebody, look at the life they're living. If, they're, if you want to be a millionaire and the guy that you're taking advice from is a millionaire and doing well, hell, I don't care what color, age he is. I'm going to learn from that guy. Okay. If a guy's successful with women, hey, I'm going to learn from him. I don't, even though it, what he's teaching me may not align with what I know, but that's how you grow as a person, guys. That's how you grow as an individual. That's how you evolve. If you don't evolve, you're going to be stuck in this place. And before you know it, life's going to pass you by. And if you want to see what hate can do to you, I'll just put that picture back up of that guy. <laughs> I am. I'm going to do it. Do you want to look like that? That's what hate and bitterness will do to your face. Don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. Uh, some, some woman made a great comment in the, in the, in this thread. And it's going to be tough because there's like hundreds of comments in there. She goes, men who call other men simps are simps. And I'm like, oh, mind blown. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> perfect sense. Oh, we got some more comments here. Thank you, everybody. Uh, Paul says being a simp simply means that you are a yes man. You say yes to anything, even if it is at your own determined. Oh, well, okay, I get that. The pushover. He's bitter because he has been his. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was a word back in the day, us old old folks know it is chump. It's more or less the same definition. A chump is somebody who is a pushover, somebody you can take advantage of, somebody who has no success with women and thinks they can lead with their wallet, and that's how they'll be successful with women. So it's a chump. That's the old school term. All right. But I wanted to go ahead and change this conversation to. Again, I did some more research and I'm like, okay, these men, they believe this, right? But how did they come to these beliefs? I know there's red pill coaches that teach this, right? But there's more to it than that. And I, would, I, I realize social media has had a negative impact in a lot of things. There's some positive items that it's done and helped life, right? But for the most part, social media, I feel, has done a lot of damage to people's self-esteem, uh, you know, confidence, uh, people always comparing their lives to somebody else. 
And they're always seeing the extreme versions of whatever topic they're talking about, whether it's politics, religion, dating. They're always seeing the extreme viral pick. And I think over time, if you don't have enough self-awareness, you're going to start believing viral picks are actually the reality of the world. And that's simply not true. That's not the case. And I wish more people actually just took the time to think about that. I mean, I've, not to get into movie terms, but I feel that there's a lot of people who will be easily just seduced by the force. That you know, the Jedi mind trick, like the, it has, it's strong against the weak minded. There'll be a lot of people who will be like under the control of the force because no one uses their brains anymore. But I here are the here's I have seven items here. Here are seven things that I feel have ruined men's perception when it comes to dating and women. Okay, hold on. I think they came to the point because the bitterness and not having adequate self growth. I mean, you know, to be totally honest. Uh, when I was in Austin with Charlotte and Angela doing the uh, Peasant Party podcast, uh, they asked me, can you relate as a man? I'm like, yes. I remember I was the nice guy that my mom and my sister told me to be, and my dad was in my life too, but be the gentleman. And then women just took advantage of the gentleman. I remember being 18, 19. And I remember getting used, and I remember listening on the radio, and I heard Alice Cooper's No More Mr. Nice Guy. And I'm like, that's it. I'm not going to be No More Mr. Nice Guy. So I don't want, I'm going to be mean, you know, the hell with everybody. So there was a point in my life when I was just so damn immature with no life experience. I thought that was the appropriate response, right, to react with. And that's, you know, you're young and stupid. Uh, and you outgrow that because you understand being mean is just, there's no win. There's no win in that, right? Uh, but yeah, I can understand where they're coming from. But again, I just, if I was that age and with social media now, I probably would be in the same space as a lot of these young men. Because a lot of these shows, a lot of these coaches are just reinforcing um, uh, their confirmation and, you know, how women are. Women ain't shit. You know, it's not your fault. You're a nice guy. They took advantage of you, blah, blah, blah. So I probably would be like a lot of these young men. But again, I'm glad I have my father in my life to kind of slap me around when I needed to. Not realistically, but you know what I mean? Get my head out of my ass and talk sense into me. So I'm doing that for my kids and I wish more men had that. But anyway, here are the seven items that I've seen in social media that I feel that have led to uh, men's belief in this type of items, okay? So number one is the three sixes. You've heard of this before. It's uh, uh, women only want a guy who is six feet tall, who uh, has six figures and has abs. Uh, I looked this up and I tried to find who, who was the first person to say this. I couldn't find it, but I know uh, somebody did. I think it was probably a woman and guy said, you see, they want that. And they went ahead and started just going along with that. Uh, for the record, I'm 5'9". I've shrunk into my old age to 5'8". I've, you know, I'm doing well for myself now, right? In my, in my 40s, my late 40s, but I wasn't making six figures in my 30s or my 20s, right? And I never had abs, never. And even at 40, I, I didn't have any of those things. And I had success with women. And what guys are forgetting is that with these three sixes, it's like, yes, you know what? If you do have them, you're going to be in a better off position than most of us men, because again, women are attracted to height. And you know where I learned that from? It's a, it's a common thing. I'm actually reading Dr. David Buss's The Evolution of Desire. I've read, I'm reading that right now because I want to understand where you guys are coming from. And according to that book, you know, from an evolutionary standpoint, if a woman's 5'2", she wants her offspring to be tall. So she's specifically going to target tall guys. That's why you see those cliche Instagram photos of that one girl who's like up to the guy's waist. And, you know, he's 6'5", and she's like 5'1". She wants to produce offspring that are taller than her. 
that's a v- evolutionary thing. And that, you know, it makes sense. So Dr. David Buss, I agree with that. And, and, and those in the red pill space, I agree with that. But that's not the need for every woman. And as far as money, six figures, if you translate that and break that down, they just want security. They want a man who is uh, well off, not well off, but the, a man who more or less is responsible, has a good career and is taking care of himself. That way they don't have to worry about taking care of him. In other words, like if I marry this guy, I know he's going to be, he's going to have a great job all the time. If he gets laid off or fired, he's going to take care of himself and rebound. He's not a, he doesn't blame other people for his problems. He's a go-getter. He's a man of action. That's what that translates to. And you know what, to be honest, when you watch those on-street interviews where women saying, I want a man with six figures, take a step back, guys. Most guys in their 20s aren't making six figures. Most guys in their 30s aren't. I did it into my mid-40s. It took me that long to get there, okay? And I know there's a lot of young men who are smarter than me who are probably doing a lot better than me at 20. So good for them, right? Proud of you. But six figures, where they film these on-street interviews, they're always at a club or somewhere nice. They're filmed in Los Angeles or Miami. That's where all the beautiful people are, right? If you think about the, the cost of living in those cities, you need a minimum of six figures to be at least average in that space. I, have, I know friends who are influencers in Los Angeles, and they're telling me just to make ends meet, you need a minimum of 150000 Now, for us in the Midwest, in Oklahoma, Texas, that sounds outrageous, right? But in Los Angeles, that's the standard. So when you see these women saying they want a guy with $150,000 as far as annual salary, that's not outrageous from where they're living or where they're coming from. Again, New York, Los Angeles, or Miami, that's where these things are being filmed. So don't take it as an offense if you're 20 years old, like, what, I can make that money? Of course you can't. Very few young men in their 20s are making that type of money. So don't take it personal or as an attack to you or that they're delusional. Just think about where they're fucking living, dude. I'm sorry I curse, but sometimes I feel like, do I really have to explain this? But I do. I, I feel that I do, okay? And as far as abs... I've never, I've, again, I've never had abs that I've, again, I've never been fat or obese, but I've taken care of myself. I've dad bought all the way, right? But as long as you're in good health, that's all they care about. But no one wants, I don't think most women want a guy with abs. Most women that I dated who did date a guy with abs always told me it sucked because he was so disciplined with what he eats, what he ate and working out that he hardly made time for her when she wanted to pick out any tacos. He didn't want to eat tacos because it was like too many calories or too many carbs. So like they didn't have fun. So they left him. They dated him, yeah, but they left him. But that's not necessarily the case, man. Just because you hear this, three sixes, and you hear it on social media and repeat it all the time, that doesn't mean that's the reality, man. Yes, there are some women who want that, and go let them. Go. Let them get them. Those are the baddies, probably, that you're you're all oozing and awing about. Let them go, dude. There's plenty of other regular, normal women around here. Now, if you're a guy who has delusions of grandeur, who's like, what, a four, and you think you want a 10, and you deserve a 10... <laughs> we got a lot to talk about, man. Uh, that's okay. You got to come down to reality is what I'm trying to say. Okay. St- stop hiding behind Tony Soprano and act like the Godfather. Just be yourself. Stop weak mind. Yeah, there you go. Okay. That's good advice. Uh, I, I can't pronounce your name, dude, but uh, you know, I'll do, do God, God on. I don't, Yaro, I can't say your last name, but let me see what you said. Imagine a woman that does not have a dime to her name asking you to have a million dollars before she can give you attention. I wouldn't date a woman who didn't have a dime. Why would I, why would I date a woman who didn't have a dime? 
I mean, no, I mean, when I was dating, dude, I was looking for women who were on par with me, like the same, the same economic space. That's what I was looking for. I mean, I, I hear those stories where guys who are well off. Yeah. I would marry a waitress from Hooters. Would you? Why? Why? I don't know. Well, maybe you just want her to be totally devoted to your space and power and be totally, um, I guess, uh, devoted. In other words, she doesn't have a means to survive unless she's not with, unless she's with you. I don't know if that's the goal that gives you guys some sort of uh, extra peace of mind knowing she's not going to go anywhere. But again, if she has nothing and you have everything, she's taking half of everything, dude. And you're going to make her rich. So I don't know. You got to think about the long game about that. I don't know. But again, I wouldn't date a woman who didn't have a penny to their name. And if she asked for that, I would get up and leave. I go, enjoy your drink. I'm gone. You're not worth my time. That's just me. Paul says there are so many people brainwashed by the internet and social media algorithms. I truthfully believe that this goes for men and women. Dating apps have also ruined dating. It's shallow, unrealistic and impersonal. Yeah, I believe that as well. That's a good take. Great take, Paul. Now going back to the other items. Number two, is women apparently to these young men and not, I don't want to say young men. It's all it's some men who believe this stuff that all women are OF models or IG models and their DMS are just blowing up with hundreds of messages a day from guys and suitors with guys who are blue check mark people and they'll steal your, they'll steal your girl. Now I'm not going to lie. If there's a woman with an online persona, that's very sexual and she's just placing and posting a lot of explicit pictures of, you know, the boobs, the butt. Yeah, she's probably going to do that because that's, she's, she's, she's leading with her sexual assets and she's getting the attention of men who that's what they're primarily looking for. So she's going to get a lot of attention. So don't date them. Don't date them. Just move on with them. But the reason they believe all women are these types of models and, you know, these types of women with poor character, right? They, they're getting this from these shows. And I'm not going to repeat their names, but there's a lot of shows on social media that the guests arrive to these shows, and it's all women who are OF models or IG models. And they see this repeatedly, and they think that's all women are. These women who said they've been ran through by the Phoenix Suns, all these women, all these extreme viral stories, they think that's all women. And these are just guests that are picked intentionally, one, to keep you watching because they're hot. And two, before you know it, it's going to infect your brain because you think women are actually behaving that way. And when I say there's a lot of good women out there, guys, there's a lot of great women out there. The, the, maybe they're not on social media. Pff, they can't buy it. Every beautiful woman I dated that actually had a, a somewhat of a relationship with in, in the dating world, they none of them had social media. My love witch has an account. She barely posts and she's gorgeous. So there are good women out there who actually hate attention because they've been getting it their entire lives because they are pretty and they don't want to be on social media. So there are women like that out there. I know it's tough for you to believe, but it's a fact. You just got to be patient and just think outside the box, dude. But no, no, there's not every woman is an OF model or an IG model. And if your feed, if right now, if you go to your following right now on IG and you're following more than five of these models, maybe 10 or more, you are a simp. That's all there is to it. You are a simp because you're devoting your time and attention to these type of women. I think a simp is also a man who tells a woman online that, oh, my God, you're beautiful. Oh, my God, you're beautiful. Gorgeous, baby. That's a simp. I've never done that. Unless it's a cousin of mine or a friend of mine that's in here. She's a cosplayer. Hey, you look great, whatever. You know, that's a friend, somebody I've worked with before, somebody I know. There's a difference. 
so yeah, not all women are like this. And it's unfortunate that all men think that like women are like this. They're all trash. They're all sluts. They're all these negative things. They've all been ran through, which is, uh, it's, it's that. It's that. I urge you, if you're watching this, guys, and again, I'm not doing this to call you out or make you feel stupid. I'm trying to tell you how it is and the reality of the situation. Put your phone down. Disconnect from all this bullshit that you're listening to and just go live your life. Go meet people. Not every woman out there is an extreme feminist who's going to yell at you. Not every woman, if you hold the door open for her, is going to yell at you and get mad at you. Okay? Don't give up on women, guys. Come on. Honestly, you've given up on yourselves first is what you've done. Number three. Okay, somebody on TikTok is saying, not all women, not all men. These generalizations cause division and need to stop. Yeah, they do. They do. They're, they're doing more harm than good. And it's just uh, perpetuating the hate and throwing fuel to the fire. I truthfully believe, like all emotions, like people had been living with this pain and anger and animosity was for so long, they're addicted to it and they don't want to let go. It's kind of like when, including myself, and I'm pretty sure everybody who's listening who's out there, you've been in a toxic relationship. And before you know it, that's all you seek is the toxic relationships because it's like crack. It's so addicting and fun and passionate. The sex is great. The fights are intense, but the makeup sex is awesome. It's unstable. You don't know if it's going to last. So you're savoring every moment with them, but it's toxic. You're addicted to it because your dopamine levels are, are addicted to that experience. It's not good. So I think that negative hate is what these guys are feeling is the same thing. You just got to detox yourself from that and just unplug, man. But anyway, number three, uh, chances for divorce increase if a woman is college educated or she slept with five men. Where do I begin with this, man? My God. Uh, Pearl has, <laughs> she's another idiot, but Pearl has also, I, I do applaud her marketing gimmick and just exploiting these guys, just like Robbie Harvey exploits women who have trauma. She's doing the same thing. She's ex exploiting men who have trauma and broken hearts. So it's a hustle. And I admire the hustle, but I, it has no fucking morals. And uh, it's, it's just doing more harm than good. But anyway, guys, if a woman is college educated, it doesn't increase the chances of divorce. I have two divorce attorneys that I have scheduled on my podcast. Dennis Veranto, who's a New York-based divorce attorney. You've seen him on TikTok. He's a bald gentleman with the, the rock t-shirts and the blazer. He's going to be on my podcast. I'm going to be on his. We've talked already. And we're going to talk about uh, these myths that you guys believe. And we're going to debunk the shit out of them. So just be ready for that, okay? But if a woman's college educated, no, it doesn't increase your chances for divorce. Would you believe if I told you that at the end of divorce, there's no surveys done? When my divorce was complete, I didn't complete a survey that said, how many partners did your wife have before she filed for divorce? Or did your, is your, are you college educated? There's no fucking survey. I mean, maybe there was like an independent survey of maybe 100 people that these guys are basing this study off of. I haven't got to that chapter yet in Tomasi's books, but I'll get there and I'll debunk the hell out of it and make sure if it's see if it's peer reviewed, as most studies should be. I'll let you know. But again, if she's college educated, that doesn't mean your chances for divorce increase. Would you, I mean, kind of step out of your own shoes and think about it. If a woman's college educated and she's Latina or Hispanic, like I am, right? Do you know a lot of us Gen Xers, a lot of us uh, millennials grew up in poverty? And my dad picked cotton in the 70s and 80s to get me through school. My dad picked cotton. 
I some of my first memories are on my dad's back with the sun burning my neck and then watching him pick cotton. And he always told me, go get educated. I don't want you in these fields like me. Or there, some of our parents were janitors or whatever the case is and busted their ass their entire lives and said, go get a degree. So we're doing our parents proud and we're making our bloodline evolve. So now we're going to college and you're now saying, no, I, I don't want a woman with a college degree. She doesn't need it, man. You fucking idiot. Did you ever step outside your own shoes and think about where they're coming from instead of your own selfish face? You see, that's what angers me. If you want to understand and have empathy, which a lot of you guys don't have, and you should, if you want to evolve as men, you should. You need to have some empathy and some compassion to actually think about the other person for a little bit instead of your own selfish needs. I mean that, man. I truthfully mean that. And a lot of us, including myself, our past, my parents didn't even finish high school. I'm the first to go to college. My kids are the first, you know, so you care, the, the family line, the bloodline gets better. And if a woman goes to college and you give her shit, like, no, she, she doesn't need a man. You are an idiot. You truthfully are. I truthfully mean that. An educated woman is a good thing. You need more Claire Huxtables in your lives, guys, than these IG models. And if you, know, if you don't know who Claire Huxtable is, Google her. That's a woman. That was actually my first crush <laughs> growing up. Claire Huxtable. Now, that's a woman. You know who my crush was in the 90s? A lot of guys were crushing on Pamela Anderson. I was crushing on Dana Scully from the X-Files. That, in my opinion, is a sexy woman, a woman who's intelligent. I love that shit. So anyway, you should really think about that. And the second piece of this, if she slept with five men or more, um, your chances of divorce are going to increase. Now, I am looking into this study about pair bonding. Apparently, there's oxytocin that's released with women each time she has intercourse. And I guess the ability to connect and bond to somebody spiritually lessens the more partners she has. Now, it doesn't specify if uh, these partners include women or not. That's, <laughs> that's not in the study. But I've had a few, I've had at least three sexologists on my podcast. And they say that's, that is bullshit. And it's based off of really one study from a Christian organization from a few years back, which if you think about their methods, they're trying to perpetuate, you know, some sort of like uh, morals and things like that. But no, that's uh, the fact that your spouse or girlfriend had more than five partners or at least five, the chances for divorce increased by 20%. If you believe that, don't get married. You're wasting your time because you're going to fail. And it's going to fail because of you with that idiocy, that mindset. Uh, I've, of course, was married 16 years, right? And I've known many people personally, over 20 couples. All of us got married in our 20s. And I've had many stories that you guys have told me that you have sent me. My body count was two at 21. My fiance was two at 21. We got married at 21. And we got divorced 16 years after the fact. And the divorce had nothing to do with her body count that she had of guys she slept with in the 90s. <laughs> and the fact that you believe that blows my mind. It blows my mind. No. And a lot of people who actually believe that are people who've never been married. And you have this like delusion of what marriage is. And once you're in it, you realize, 
holy shit, there's a lot of things that are can happen in a marriage that can contribute to a divorce. It's not just the body she had from the late 2000s. No, <laughs> it's it's actually how I treat her, how we communicate, how we discuss finances, how we handle stressful life events. When her brother's unemployed or her dad had a stroke or her dad passed away, it's those serious life events that you know, we have a special needs kid. Those stressful events are more impactful to your marriage surviving or not. Truthfully, infidelity, that is a major item in a marriage. I just finished reading James uh, Sexton's book. You've seen him on TikTok. He's that attorney with the rolled up sleeves and the vest and tie. I just finished his book. And nowhere in his book, in his 20 years of experience as a divorce attorney, has he said, yeah, guys, if you, if you marry somebody, confirm that they have not had more than five bodies. Because in my experience, that's actually a fact. No, he's never said that. He never said that. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like I'm talking down to people, but it's just like common sense shit, man. But no, that's not the case. Of course, pick a woman of character. You know, see how she treats you, how she behaves, you know, how she carries herself. Get to know her. Yeah, then you can assess whether she was promiscuous or not, because she'll tell you and you'll see it in her interactions, right? Get to know somebody, all right? But again, bodies before you're married do not indicate whether your divorce is going to fail or if your marriage is going to fail or not. Marrying an educated woman does not dictate if your marriage is going to fail or not. And take it from a 46-year-old guy. Listen to your talk, talk to your mom and dad. Talk to your talk to somebody who has been around. Maybe talk to somebody who has a successful marriage. Talk to somebody other than idiots on YouTube. Talk to somebody who actually has a successful relationship. Learn from somebody who succeeded in that, right? Don't believe this bullshit. You know why these go viral? Because they're hot takes. And they go, wow, well, that makes sense. I yeah, women ain't shit. You know, yeah, you know, the woman we find. She, I got, she's got to be young, right? Less bodies. So that way she doesn't have emotional trauma or she didn't pair bond with, you know, fucking Hercules. I don't know. <laughs> and be sure you get them young. So she won't be educated. Right. And get and make sure she doesn't have a job. So that way she's solely dependent on her income and survival. Maybe that's why they want to do it. Cause it gives them extra reassurance. and not going anywhere. I don't know. That's just me. Okay, uh, number four, four of seven items that I feel that social media has ruined the perception uh, men have on women is the street interviews. The street interviews represent all women. They actually believe this. They believe this. They believe these drunken college females that you see that are leaving the bars on 6th Street in Austin, that the ones that are in you know Miami, the ones in the ones in uh, in Los Angeles, they believe that this is the actually the needs of wants of women nowadays. There's this one cool account that I follow because I get a kick out of it. It's comedy, really. But I hope a lot of guys, I hope a lot of guys do not see this as reality. It's like an ick video. This one girl is like, what's an ick for you? Oh, when a guy drinks from a straw and you can see the recording of the screen and he goes over, he has a list of over like 100 items of what women say don't do. And he types in drink from a straw. <laughs> I think it's funny. It's a it's a great account. I think it's comedic, and I actually see it as satire. But yeah, uh, guys, when you see these videos, you do know a lot of them are staged, right? You do know that, right? I hope you do, because you know I know a few people in Miami who've actually were behind the scenes with this. They're staged. 
Because one, they want to get a beautiful woman, right? And how many people look that gorgeous at the end of the night, right? Without all being sweaty, whatever. Sometimes they're drunk, but a lot of them are staged. And they know exactly what to say and what to ask. They're going to ask about height. They're going to ask about money. They're going to ask about body count. Because those videos are the ones that get traction. Those are the ones that get you pissed off. And that's what they're going to ask. So just kind of think outside the box, guys. Again, what you see is not reality. And these women do not speak for all women. They don't. Get to know some women. Go out there. Live your life. And you'll see that that's not the case. All right? Oh, God. Here we go. Oh, <laughs> you guys, you guys good? Everybody here on TikTok? I'm going to take a timeout real quick before I go on to number five. Let's see here. If it were true about divorce in college, it's because women have no, have more financial options. Possibly. Everyone's situation is different. It's divorce is so, uh, divorce is such a personal experience for everybody what you say may not be wrong in your world, but it doesn't meet everybody else's world. So again, it's so subjective. It's tough to say. I don't know. How are we doing on, on Facebook and TikTok? Um, if you want to leave some more comments, go right ahead. And again, um, if you guys want to leave a super chat or some... Facebook has stars. So if you want to send me some stars, please do so. I really do appreciate it. And if you want to send a super chat my way on YouTube, you know what? That would mean a lot to me. I've only gotten one in about a month and a half, and that was last last time I was live. So any super chats you send couple bucks, a dollar, five bucks. I would appreciate that. And then it'll go to the overhead of the show, my my son's diapers and all that. I'm totally kidding. It's not gonna go to his diapers, but any super chats will be appreciated. Any tips you have here on TikTok, it'll be appreciated. All right, so let's go on to number five. Uh, another item on social media that I feel has ruined men's perception on women is that there are no quality women in the United States of America. They believe this. They believe all Western women are trash. They believe uh, all of you are not a traditional or cannot even be capable of being a traditional wife. And the only means to find a traditional good woman is to get a passport and go on the other side of the world. What country? I'm not sure yet. I think it's, um, I don't know what country they're going to. But anyway, Cuba, all these other things. Yeah, they're going to other countries to find quality women. I mean, let's think about the arrogance of that statement. I mean, as multicultural as the United States is, I'm talking hundreds of cultures, right? For a person to feel that everyone in this country is trash, I think that speaks, to, speaks more to your mindset and what you're actually looking for. If you're looking for a 10, right? Because, you know, 10s in other countries live in poverty and that your wallet is going to save them from that world or whatever the case is. I don't know what the case is, but yeah. I mean, if whatever makes you happy, do it. But if, you're, if your dating experience has been complete bullshit, unsuccessful, and you feel you have to leave the country because of that, it's more, you're the problem, dude. You're the problem. And you're just attracting the wrong women or looking for women in the wrong places. That truthfully is that. There are a lot of great women here in the US that you guys are just not looking at. Maybe you're too fixated with the IG models and whatever the case is, and that's the women you want. You want to parade with the 10 on your arm go ahead. You know, if you think getting six figures and all that is going to actually get you a quality woman, go ahead. And when you lose your job and she leaves you, don't be uh, brokenhearted or surprised because it's a transactional thing, right? Like we see on that 90 day fiance bullshit shows. I don't watch them, but I see clips, beautiful woman marrying this large obese guy. 
It's a transactional relationship. You're rich. I'm pretty. That's the arrangement. If that's the type of marriage and relationship you want, more power to you. Go on ahead. If that's what you want, you know what you want. Okay. But if you want something lasting and actually has substance, that's not the way to go. But again, it's completely arrogant to think that an entire country can offer you a good woman. It truthfully is. Bro, stop. No one's saying that. Dude, go to my Facebook page and uh, go to every man that calls me a simp, click on there and go look. Look at the comments. For you, for you to say that no one is saying that is not true because I see it every day. And I get tagged in these videos. I get sent these studies, all this stuff. So yeah. Yeah, that is a passports, bro. That's what I'm talking about. So do I have one? Yes, I have a, a fiance. Yeah, I found one after divorce at 46. She's 10 years younger than me. Never had a kid. Talented, educated woman. If you want proof and all that, go to my IG account. You'll see her. She's gorgeous. So anyway. Thank you. And, and you know what? I'm, again, to any of the guys who are watching who are triggered by what I'm saying, the point of these videos is not to insult you, except for that one guy. <laughs> I truthfully want everybody to be happy. Everyone deserves a chance at happiness. Everyone deserves to have somebody to come home to. I, man or woman, everybody deserves that, right? I've been fortunate enough with all my bad luck that I have that. And it didn't happen by accident or like luck. I've just hung around a lot of great people, a lot of great leaders, and I've learned from a lot of great men. And a lot of you aren't learning from great men. You're learning from opportunists and charlatans. And I, I truthfully want the best for you. I do. And again, I hope this, I hope this, uh, I hope these words land in a great place. If you're depressed or heartbroken over your one woman, honestly, go get therapy, dude. I know there's a lot of women out there who need therapy too. That are, if you're still bitter or heartbroken about your ex from five years ago, you, you need some help. You need some help, professional help, not a YouTube video. No, you need professional help. Go get, go get help, man. There's nothing wrong with that. But again, this advice, I, ho I hope it lands in a good place for y'all. And again, I'm not coming as the enemy. This is the advice I would give my son, dude. And advice that I've given other men that has actually worked. So that's where I'm coming from, right? We have some comments here. Uh, new wave man, what's up, dude? I think the whole more likely to divorce comes from the place of insecurity. I believe, yeah, I 100% agree with that. In the past, women relied more on men to prevent social and financial ruin. Yeah, it made them less likely to leave. That's true. I grew up in that environment, the post-nuclear family. Yeah. Well, the mom was just a stay-at-home mom. And again, I've seen a lot of like uh, going to my friend's houses where, you know, as soon as a guy came home, I remember we we're playing Sega, the Sega Master System, like Mordecai and Rigby, right? This guy's dad comes home from construction and he drops a controller and he kneels and his wife runs from the kitchen and kneels in front of the recliner. He walks into the recliner. He sits down, puts his feet up, and they take off his boots. I'm not kidding. They take off his boots and they each start rubbing their dad's or husband's feet. And he's go get me a beer. After a couple minutes, go get me a beer. The son went and got the beer. The wife brought the TV tray. Turn off the game, Rudy. I'm like, okay, dude, I'm gonna go home. So <laughs> turn it off, put it back on channel three to watch uh, Dan Rather on CBS. And there he went, Nate, and he didn't want to be disturbed for an hour. And I left. There, there are other days I stayed. And, you know, then he would get his wife by the hand, pull her in the shower, and then he'd have sex with her in the shower. So after a year, she couldn't take it anymore. And she said, you know, I'm tired of just being a maid and a sex slave. And she, she left him. 
So take that story for what you will. We can run with it, okay? But I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand. Blair, I, I see. I think you sent me some stars. You're the only one who has. So Blair, if I can send you, I don't have any t-shirts. <laughs> but the moment I do, I, I'll send you one. <laughs> I haven't even got to the merch yet. I don't even know what to sell or put on there. Like avoid women with Ultimas, I think will be my first shirt. If she drives an Ultima, red flag. Yeah, that's a good idea for a shirt. I'll go with that. Blair, uh, I love the idea of marrying a good man and being good to him. But the idea some men don't want a wife, they want a servant who, yeah, that's true. And I, I, I see it in the comments. I see it in the comments. Columbia, yes, I've seen a few videos. And you know what? I, I can't share videos anymore for some reason. I got a violation on Facebook saying I was sharing content that wasn't mine. I'm like, well, I was just sharing screens and showing a video, but apparently that violated terms. So I got to be careful with that. So that's why I'm not sharing any videos. But anyway, going back to the, the list here, a lot of men think they have to leave the United States to find a quality woman. Okay, and I'll get to everybody's comments here on, on TikTok in a bit, okay? Uh, here's the next one. Uh, women expire at 30. <laughs> According to your biological clock, ladies, um, pregnancy, there's a higher risk of pregnancy after the age of 30. They call it, uh, uh, there's something, uh, what do you call it? Periatric, not periatric, uh, cardiac. No, there's some sort of term, uh, pregnancy where you're old geriatric pregnancy i believe is a term if you if you're pregnant after the age of 30 uh and you're used up because in your 20s you're just having fun and getting ran through by other men having fun and then at 30 you want a quality guy so you're going to pick the nice guy and he's going to have a used goods as a wife i i uh, there's so much stupidity in that statement i mean Nobody expires at 30. I don't care what journal or, or study you're going with. And there's no journal that says that. Yes, there the, the chances of pregnancy complications do increase. But that doesn't mean anybody's expired. My fiance had her first child at 36 with me, of course. We have a healthy son. She's fine. She got her figure back, no complications. So there are chances that it, there is success, all right, with women who are after 30, all right? So... The mindset of this, uh, it blows me away. And you can see women, it's, I mean, some women are actually starting to believe this. You see the videos on TikTok where women are crying that, you know, I can't find anybody to want a serious relationship with me. They're all telling me that I'm used goods and all that. It's, it's, it's sad. And it's sad. And I'm not saying there's women out there who are dismissing guys in the same way. I see those videos too. But, you know, you just, just be select, more selective on who you're dating and be cautious with what they're saying. And don't let somebody's uh, so, uh, stupid needs or comments get to you. You're not used up. You're not expired. Nobody is. Uh, so don't, I don't buy that at all. I, I, can, I, don't, I don't give a shit what study you're talking about. I am reading the studies. I see the science where, again, that I'm repeating myself, but the chances of pregnancy complications do increase after 30. That doesn't mean she's expired. That doesn't mean you can't find, there's no good women in their 30s. Dude. I applaud people who are actually single in their 30s because they didn't uh, fall under the pressure of saying yes to somebody they knew they weren't 100% on. Because again, I really want marriages to succeed, but there's a lot of people that I hear from who did get married at 24, 25, 26 and did it for the wrong reasons. And now they're miserable in their 30s. So again, women don't expire at the age of 30. And if you believe that, talk to a doctor, <laughs> talk to somebody other than a YouTube podcast 
All right. Don't listen to me. Go listen to a professional. But I'm telling you, that's not the case. My God, man. I don't know what to say sometimes. Let's see. It's really using uh, money as a means of control. They prey on women in less developed countries looking for an escape. Yeah. I live in San Antonio, man. Uh, men from the Air Force. There's like five Air Force bases here in San Antonio. Like Randolph. There's uh, There was Kelly at one point. There's... Um, Fort Hood. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of Air, Blackland Air Force Base, right? There's a lot of guys that I've known. And my dad even told me, this is nothing new. A lot of men here in San Antonio would go to Mexico to find a beautiful woman who can cook and be obedient. So what you're saying about finding a good quality woman, that was something that's been going on since the 50s, 60s, and 70s. So that's the belief a lot of men have been going with, right? So th that this is nothing new. But, you know, you got to be careful with that, man, because some of the women from Mexico, they may be beautiful, but the, I've heard stories where they're playing the long game. The goal is to get married and get their families moved out of Mexico into this man's house and then divorce them and keep the house. Now your family's got citizenship and they got a brand new house in the U.S. That happens more often than you think. So you got to be careful with that. I'm not saying that it's all women in Mexico, but when you live in San Antonio, which is five hours from it, you grow up hearing stories like that. And yes, they are beautiful. They can cook. God, they're gorgeous. But... You got to play the long game, dude. You got to think about that. It's a sad fact. <laughs> Love what you're doing. You're one of the few creators who has a balanced perspective. Uh, I wish there were more. And truthfully, uh, I, I am growing and I appreciate followers like you, Blair, who, you know, who send me stars and all that. But I, you know, if from like, if I was just like a selfish prick and said, I wanted more money, I know there's a few creators out there that completely sell out I, and just change their, their platforms overnight. You know what? I'm just going to go pro-men, anti-woman. Or I'm going to go pro-women and anti-men. Pick a side. That way, the algorithm channels it to a specific demographic and just say men are the problem, women are the problem. And before you know it, a lot of people have actually quit their jobs and do this for a living. They're playing a character. And I'll never do that because, again, I have three children. My daughter's in college and my son is a senior in high school. I don't want to contribute to the bullshit stereotypes and toxic advice that's out there. I can't do that. I can't do that. That's just not me. Okay. So, but again, I appreciate that Blair. Uh, Dylan Kirby. That's a cool name. I think your gay comic comes from a place of insecurity. I don't know what comment you're talking about. Either that or you're some kind of Hispanic. What? I don't know what he's talking about. Anyway. Let me just block this guy real quick. I don't know what he's talking about. Anyway, women don't expire at 30. I don't know. Uh, the, uh, the other comment, this is the last one. All right, here's the seventh reason that I feel social media has perpetuated this belief where men have a wrong perception of women. The last reason is women are responsible for divorce. Why get married when 80% of the time a woman is the one that files and they're the reason they're quitting. They're quitting on you. So why bother? So again, I, I know a lot of men that's that first off, that's that is true. I've spoken to two divorce attorneys and yes, statistically speaking, 80% of the time women do file. But again, like I've said many times on many podcasts, and on many lives, why are they filing? Why? Now, I will agree 
with some of them that, hey, there are some women out there who just quit at the first obstacle that came about. I, I truthfully believe that. I've seen that and I've seen the horror stories, right? They got married for the wrong reasons. They just wanted the wedding. Yes, that does happen. That, that is a reality. But again, marriage is such a complex situation. And it's not when a person files, like when I file, because I'm one of the, uh, I guess the 10%, well, the 20% of men that file. I was the one. I exhausted all options. I exhausted every single option I possibly could before saying, okay, nothing worked, I'm quitting. Now, again, I know everyone doesn't do that, but you'd be surprised a lot of people do because divorce is not easy. I don't care what you think, but divorce is the hardest event in your life you'll ever go through. And it's for you to not be married and have no experience to say, oh, they're just going to quit and leave. That decision doesn't come lightly, dude. That takes years. That takes time to actually get there. That takes the realization that you got to tell your kids that they're going to lose their home. We got to leave this neighborhood and you got to leave all your friends. It takes time to, to arrive to that decision. And most times people who actually love their spouse try for years to make it work. And it's usually just what I've seen, personal experience and everybody I've spoken to, there's always one person who is unwilling to get help or stubborn who says, no, why am I going to go see a therapist? You're the problem. Well, I don't need counseling. You're the one who always overreacts. They never take accountability. So when you are married to somebody and it's been 10 years and you have kids, you're miserable because you're constantly fighting. And this person's always blaming you and never takes any ownership of any of the problems. What are you going to do? There's some guys in the comments that I see that hey, it's a contract for life. You, you stay. Bullshit. If that was your daughter, no, no. You wouldn't stay. Hell no. And if you're in a situation where a woman was physically abusive to you, not giving you sex, treating you like shit, you would stay? No, you wouldn't. I don't care what you say. So again, when someone divorces, it's not an easy decision. And I hope to God, whatever God you believe in, that you never have to make that decision or go through it because it sucks. It sucks. It's the most painful, horrible experience you will ever go through. And it will change you for the worse or for the better. But it's not easy. So when people file, they file because they have no other choice and they've tried for years. So again, women are not responsible for filing. Yes, they do file statistically more. But quit being so damn black and white and think about the lives that these people lived. Was he a good husband? Was he an abusive husband? There's so many variables you got to factor in to have that belief. And a lot of you don't believe that. You're just seen as a black and white statement and it's confirming in your mind that women ain't shit, so you're gonna run with it. So no, that's not the case, dude, think about that. Take it from somebody who's actually been divorced. It's not easy at all. Uh, somebody says there's no benefit for men in marriage. What benefits? Okay, is having a family a benefit? I mean, raising a boy, raising a son to carry your name, holding your son, is that a benefit? I, I feel it is. It's a blessing. There's like thousands of things that can go wrong while your wife is pregnant. Having a healthy son or daughter, that's a benefit, don't you think? Having a family, coming home and having two little kids, dad, run from the kitchen and go hug your legs because they missed you. That's a beautiful benefit. Not a benefit or a blessing, not a benefit. Okay, so what else is there, man? I mean, you're talking about financial benefits. I mean, there's a cost to it. I mean, you are going to lose half. 
if you get divorced, right? You're not going to lose everything. You will lose half. So, I don't know. Think about it like that. Anyway. Uh, most women uh, stay until every ounce of themselves is gone. So, yeah, they fall before they lose themselves completely. Yes, and that's what happened with me. I Four years of trying to make up for a mistake that I made, um, seeing that we weren't progressing. And again, like I said, um, the ex-wife and I are great now. She's a wonderful mother, and we're great friends, believe it or not. I respect the hell out of her. But again, we were just horrible as husband and wife. We were, we were horrible husband. We brought out like the worst of each other. And it's funny. We're better parents than we are husband and wife. So, uh, yeah, for me, it was every ounce of trying to make it work and just say, nope, I can't. I tried everything. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Jeffrey here. I can't pronounce your last name, sir, but it sounds uh, Nack Rainer, I believe. I still fought like an MF seven businesses later, therapy and hating being on the road, 48 states selling and never a single fair week not me broken but i will rebuild i have my i have my friends and family you lose more than half of businesses are involved yep congrats dude you see that's the way to go about thinking about it dude i mean seriously i mean it's gonna suck it's gonna suck i can't say that word it's gonna suck for a while man i mean i was working four jobs three jobs actually you know just doing side jobs doing all these things and being broke half the time but i made it and you know i was able to get back on my feet bought a house under my own name so it can happen man it's like we all love movies right we all love the movie but in every story the hero goes through a bad part and the story he can either quit or keep going a lot of guys quit don't quit do not quit at all man uh but yeah so again think about it like that and again um that is all the seven reasons. So I'm just going to go ahead and just leave it open for right now for questions or whatever the case is. But uh, to, I'll be live till 10. I said two hours. So now it's just questions or whatever you want. But in closing, this is going to be the closing for my podcast. So just kind of bear with me. Guys, if you're listening to this, I am sorry that you're heartbroken. I am sorry. I want, you were a good man and you gave her everything. You treated her like a queen. And I'm sorry she screwed you over. I'm sorry you're going through that pain and nobody was there to give a damn about you. But I'm telling you, man, you have to pick yourself up. I mean, there's got to be some accountability, some blame on your shoulders, on your side, on why your marriage end, ended, why your relationship ended. There's, there's some fault on your side. For something to fail, it takes two people. So again, try to learn from that horrible moment in your life and heal from it. Because again, carrying animosity and anger is just going to destroy your body. Like that one guy's picture that I showed you. <laughs> Don't do that, man. Turn it into a positive and just have the life you want. And I know this sounds cliche and you're not going to like what I'm going to say, but the better person that you are, people gravitate to you. If you're a positive guy who's, who's been through a lot and here you are still standing, smiling and being a good person, people admire the fuck out of that, dude. They do. They do. So be a man that people would admire. Versus like, yeah, he's bitter. Like no one wants to get drunk with him because he always picks fights and he hates women and you can feel the anger. Like, don't be that guy. dude. You know how like every woman is an empath. <laughs> they can feel you being upset, man. Don't be that guy. I'm just saying. 
listen to Jeffrey's advice. If you're not going to listen to me, listen to Jeffrey here. Surround yourself with peeps that build you up and don't break you down. Stay away from the guys that say, no, women ain't shit. Do stay single. Don't do it again. Don't ever get married again. Stay away from those guys. Because again, like I said earlier, misery loves company. Don't do it. Gee, man, I think if you're honest, you will say she brought the worst out of you. Let me repeat that. I'm sorry. I think if you are honest, you will say she brought the worst out of you. I can feel it in your voice. She never took accountability because you were a good man. And the only reason you both are friends is because you forgave her. But I know she fought you through the divorce. Well, I mean, she, who are you? Ah, damn, man. Wow. I appreciate that. Yeah. But like I said, I, I didn't leave her for another woman. I, I recommend that. Don't leave your marriage for somebody else. Don't be stupid that way. Leave for yourself. Take the plunge into the, the ether, the unknown, the void, and discover yourself, man. A lot of us got married young and don't know who the hell we are. And uh, I had that same journey. I didn't know what I'd like to do for fun when the kids and the wife wasn't around. Like, here I am by myself on a Saturday. Where the hell do I go? <laughs> Where do I go? But uh, I appreciate that, G-Man. I really do. I really do. And again, she's a, a like in respect the hell out of her. She's a wonderful mother. She's remarried. Her husband's a cool guy. Awesome people. Are second marriages more prone to divorce statistically? Yes, they are. And I've shared this with my love witch. <laughs> yeah, they are. They absolutely are, man. Uh, they, uh, according to, to statistics, uh, they are. And a lot of the marriages that do, the second marriages that do end, it's because they get married super fast right after their first divorce. And again, they didn't discover themselves. So there is some correlation. It's not just second marriages fail. It's the, um, the proximity from the first divorce. Like they're, they're dating somebody and they're still, the divorce is still in the final stages or hasn't even been signed yet. You know, those, those are the second divorces that tend to end super fast. Let's see, I'm putting some background music here. Some cheesy background music here. Let's see. Uh, I divorced my narcissist. Whoa. Okay. Hold on. I divorced my narcissist four months ago and he, already bought a house and moved with a new supply. Uh, let him, let him, let him continue. Uh, let him continue. I mean, you can't, he's really out of your life. So he's either going to make the same mistakes or whatever the case is, but let them. It's usually the people that move fastest. The first are the ones that had the most problems. The ones, the good people that were really just taken back and we're really emotionally vested in the relationship are the ones that kind of want to be alone and think about the situation. So that speaks a lot, especially if he is a diagnosed narcissist. I'm uh, doing more uh, research on them too, as well, because I get a lot of questions on that. And to understand, it's kind of shocking. Again, I've never been around one, but for people out there who are chemically just wired differently, that feel no empathy outside of their own space, that's scary as hell, man. Uh, here we go. New Wave Man, have you come across any research or studies about why it's women that are filing 80% of uh, 80% of divorces and not men? I think I touched on that. I don't know if you're kind of behind on the uh, the context, uh, New Wave Man. But again, uh, there's no survey. So again, I'm when I see these studies, again, statistically, it is it. But there's no there's hardly any surveys that are done. But uh, I am going to uh, I am having a scheduled uh, podcast uh, interview with Dennis Vituro. Uh, you've seen him on TikTok. He's the bald divorce attorney. He's got the rock t-shirts and the blazer. 
Uh, he and I, we talked already. Awesome dude. I'm going to be on his podcast. He's going to be on mine. I'll ask him that question. But again, it's like the general, the general items that happen from what I've heard and seen is that, yes, there are people that quit very easily. Like they're married two or three years and they just don't like it. They didn't know the person and they, and they just go ahead and move on with their lives. So those are the situations you want to avoid. That's why I always say take the time to get to know somebody before saying I do. Uh, but again, a lot of the times as well is that the people that have exhausted every opportunity to make things better. And uh, if they don't, what else are they going to do? If you're married to somebody who's not going to meet you halfway or evolve with you, it's going to fail because look, marriage is a long, it's a lifelong deal, right? That's the whole premise of it. And you're going to change as a man or as a woman, your needs are going to change as you grow older. I mean, um, when like you can have like, for example, uh, not to get too detailed, but when my ex-wife's uh, mother died of cancer like that, she had a stomach pain in December. This woman never drank or she never smoked in December, right? She was dead by May because it was pancreatic cancer and it just stage four boom. It changed her. She was not the same person, obviously, because she lost her, she lost her, her mom. And you got to kind of like fall in love again with your spouse because things change uh, for the better, for the worse. I mean, you can lose a child, you can get hurts in an accident and be in a, a walker. So things happen in life and you have to understand the person you're marrying is going to change, including you, right? You can get older and have resentment and have bitterness and, you know, all these types of things, people change and you have to fall back in love with them. And it's, it's an evolution sort of thing. And if the other person's not willing to be as fluid as you are, then it's not going to work, man. It really isn't. Uh, Evo Let says, I wish my ex would move in with somebody fast because I know it's not going to work. <laughs> Don't be mean. Don't be mean. Well, I mean, if he's going to fall on his feet, he's going to fall on his feet. But don't wish any animosity toward anybody. That's funny. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey, uh, whoa, let me kind of set, let me drink some water before I read this. Hold on. What happens in this one? All right, Jeffrey, we have a long comment here. Uh, now more than ever, I don't know how people do it. I will always wear my heart on my sleeve. My parents this month is on their 60th anniversary. Proud of them. Epically, all of the hardships in life should make you still feel for the goods in life. Yeah, I agree. F the users and abusers. I agree with that. Women hate the lack of attention and the masses who are just trying to hit it and haven't done the time to understand its highs and lows in a relationship. There you go, man. Damn. Especially after the vid. Yeah. Dude, you need your own you need your own YouTube channel. That's that's actually a solid take, man. Uh, I'm not I am not mean. <laughs> Exclamation point. Chill out. I'm just just messing with you. Yeah, it is. It's highs and lows, man. It is. And I'm I'm relearning that myself living, you know, with my love witch and all that because I'm engaged. Yeah, it's recognizing all those patterns. I definitely agree with that. Uh, but yeah, I mean I I still believe in marriage. Believe it or not, I mean the purpose of my channel is to help people get through divorce, right? is to help men with dating advice because I've been through those. Uh, it's a it's a very, uh, it's an experience unlike any other going through divorce. But again, dating at 39 and, you know, having some failures, but also lots of, of successes. It, it's something I want to share and I hope people actually learn from it. Hey, what's up from Twitch? What's going on, dude? 
We're talking marriages, divorce, all these other items. Questions for anything. I know you're not mean. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Any questions on TikTok? Let me see here. Uh, let me go back. Yeah. I have a solid reason. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. <laughs> you know what? Let me share my own video. I hope TikTok, I hope Facebook doesn't flag me on this, but I want to share this video real quick. This has gone super viral. And um, for my page, almost at a million views, it's pretty insane. It's pretty crazy how if you want videos to go viral, you want to complain about <laughs> complain about women or something like something to that effect, right? Complain about women, but or complain about men. I, I don't like that, but that seems to be what goes viral. But let me um, let me share this with everybody real quick. Uh, no, that's too much. There we go. This is a video that went viral uh, on Facebook, excuse me, on TikTok. And it went viral here on my page. There's my dating profile. This dude. Let me go ahead and play this real quick. And those on TikTok, you're not going to be able to hear it, but I'll play it anyway. Here we go. I can't stand y'all no more. Every single woman in my life that has showed any romantic interest in me, with the exception of maybe one, has used me, manipulated me, abused me. And I've come to the conclusion that I'm just not an attractive man. I'm not. But I got cool things. And I thought to myself foolishly this last time that things might be different. But lo and behold, I was correct. I spent $300 on this girl trying to show her a good time to only have her ghost me and never speak to me again. I don't know what it is that says I'm an easy target, but I'm done trying. Honestly, it ain't worth the heartbreak no more. I quit believing in that Disney fairy tale bullshit a long time ago. There ain't nobody out there for me. All I need is what's in this jar. What am I doing wrong? Um, so there's the video. And, you know, to be honest, there's a lot of comedians who are actually posting these types of videos as jokes. And I'm not sure if this is a joke or not, but there is some, some sincerity in this poor guy's, you know, dilemma. And, you know, I watched the video and I just shake my head. And I, I, I truthfully hate a guy who's down and out like that. But I, I knew the comments that I was going to get. And just kind of reading some of these comments, we have this guy, one this guy named Jake. He says, and just like that, the dude became a passport bro. You see how the solution goes from, you know, don't look at yourself. Don't evaluate how you handled yourself. Go to go overseas. See how that, that kind of that reaction takes place. Uh, yes, there are a lot of guys that go through this. I hate I hate that he chose the bottle to help numb the pain. Uh, put the bottle down, brother, and get some knowledge. I actually, that's actually good advice from a guy named Jay. Uh, then Joshua Lance here, who's a top fan of mine, he says, I hear you, brother. It's free, it freaking sucks. I've given up as well. It's just easier being lonely. You see how they've given up. Again, tied to what I was saying earlier. Uh, let's continue on. Here's Jeffrey Burns here. Don't bother with women anymore. You're wasting your time and just hurting yourself. Enjoy your hobbies with friends. Focus on yourself. I did and never look back. So misery loves company. So you see everything I, I said earlier is now being reinforced by the comments. I see them all the time. And I'll, I'll read one more here. Let's see. Uh, get used to being alone this is from matthew carter here down below 
Get used to being alone. It's not worth the headache and money. That's the mentality of men nowadays. That is fucking sad. Because, again, maybe it's a generational thing. I don't know. But when I saw this video, I rebuttaled to it. And I got a lot of hate from it. And this is what I told him. Yo, there ain't nobody out there for me. All I need is what's in this jar. I saw this video last week and I've been thinking about what I'm going to tell him that's actually going to help him because validating his pain and blaming the other gender seems to be a popular thing on social media. That's how you get the clips and views and shares, right? I'm not doing that because that's not actually going to help him or anybody going through that situation. I'm going to tell him what he needs to hear because this is actually going to help him. You want to know why you were ghosted after spending $300 with that woman? You want to know why you're an easy target? You want to know why you think you're unattractive? Because you have no damn self-respect. And no one's going to respect you until you respect yourself. And drowning your sorrows in liquor and quitting is not the way to go, man. And to everybody in that comment thread supporting his decision to destroy his body, you're part of the problem and you're not helping him. What you're feeling is nothing new. We've all been there. But you're going to continue to feel that way until you make a mental decision that says, you know what, I've had enough. I'm going to turn my life around starting with me. And until you realize that, man, I'm sorry. You're going to be in that space. Good luck to you. So that was my advice. And again, I'm sorry, everybody on TikTok, you have to go to YouTube if you want to see the videos. I can't share the audio. It's a, some sort of technicality thing. And I, it can possibly get me banned. So I don't know what, what's going on with that. So if you want to see what I'm sharing, you have to go to YouTube and subscribe. Go to subscribe. Uh, but that's what I shared. And that's solid advice. Because if you go back and watch this video, he's got no self-respect. He's a pushover. He even said himself that he, he, he knows he's unattractive. He, he said that. He knows he's unattractive. He spent $300 with, on a date. He led with his wallet, which is Red Pill Space says you shouldn't, to get a woman's attention and infection. And there are people are going to use you, man, if you do that way, if you go that route. But he says, I don't know why I'm an easy target. He allows himself to be an easy target. And he's got no self-respect. He needed, he needed to hear that. And those in the comment thread that are supporting him drinking alcohol and falling at the end of a bottle, you're not making it any better for him. You're telling him things that are going to ruin his life. And you see, that's a coaching uh, and advice I'm going to give to young men because that's what I would tell my friend. You know, quit feeling sorry for yourself. Yeah, it sucks, bro. We're going to learn from this. And you're going to work on yourself. And again, if you, if you don't respect yourself, nobody is. But that advice doesn't get traction. That advice doesn't get traction. People don't want to hear what they need to hear. They want to hear what they want to hear, that women suck. That's a popular opinion. And guys, it's sad. You shouldn't be thinking that way. You shouldn't be thinking that way. Uh, type in uh, rude advice with Rudy A. And you'll see my, my big head. <laughs> and subscribe. Be a channel member too. I need more channel members. Uh, New Wave Man, after doing this live, you are more optimistic or pessimistic about the future of dating dynamics, particularly with regards to social media. I'm always going to be optimistic, dude. But I'm also a realist. I know that's kind of a backwards answer. Um, again, speaking from my own experience, I know we're all capable of turning our lives around. I don't care what is, you think is holding you back. Job, money, income, kids, whatever. The only thing that's holding you back is you. And I'm living proof, right? You can change your life. It's going to take time. It's going to take a lot of fucking effort. But you can turn your life around and make it the, the life you've always wanted it to be. You know why my house is covered in movie posters? My favorite movies, by the way? Because I wasn't allowed to hang movie posters in my first marriage. 
I'll, she was in charge of the decor and the house was covered in Kirkland's bullshit, that wine vineyard shit. And I'm like, you don't even drink wine. Why do you want a wine and grape shit here? Like, oh, it's your, whatever's your house. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. So now I get to decorate the house the way I wanted. It's, it's my life. Like Billy Joel said that one song, I don't care, uh, but uh, I don't care what you say about me, but I'll go on my time. That's one of my favorite songs. Now I got to hold on. My life, Billy Joel. Can't play it because of copyright strikes. I never said you I never said you offered me a second chance. I never said I was a victim of circumstance. I still belong. Don't get me wrong. You can speak your not you can speak your mind, but not on my time. There you go. And the first course is actually inspiring. He goes, got a call from an old friend who used to be real close, right? Said he couldn't go on with the American way, right? Living somebody else's dream. Closed his shop, sold his house, bought a ticket to the West Coast. Now he gives up. He, now he gives them a stand-up routine in LA. It's an old song, but if you want to hear something inspiring about changing your life for the better, the song's called "My Life" by Billy Joel. Yes, I'm that damn old. <laughs> but uh, to answer your question, I'm optimistic. Oh, I'm always going to be that. But when the when you see what's in front of you, and you just see a generation of men who've given up. And I get, I get the people that are the, 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 the saddest and the most miserable are going to be the ones that are going to be the most vocal. People who are happy with their lives are not posting shit on social media or complaining or venting. They're not, unless you got a page like I do, right? So, yeah, it's the, the angry people that are on there. So I just wish one day they realize that. So everybody, I've known too many guys, like I've said in the past, that weren't five they weren't six foot they weren't attractive but damn it they can dance and they were just fun people to be around and they always had the hottest woman and um six figures is great guys i mean but again it's not the only thing women are looking for the abs are not an essential thing you can have all three and you can still be an asshole imagine that being having being tall being wealthy and being cut but you're still in you inside the brain and you're just a dick and you have resentment towards women, no one's going to want to date you or be around you. It'll, it'll get you an opportunity, but you're going to blow it because of your attitude. So think about it like that, man. Anyway, I think I'm going to end the live right now, everybody. Again, if you haven't done so already, I'm going to ask you, please subscribe to the channel. Uh, I'm at approaching, I think, 2,600, which is good. It's good. Uh, if you want to hear more content, a specific topic, let me know because... My shorts are starting to get traction on YouTube, but the long form uh, content is not getting any views. It's not getting any traction. And I got to be very mindful with my time, especially with a child. I got to do with work. So I'm going to continue to do lives like this twice a week and put shorts long form every now and then I'll do it. But again, if you want a specific topic, let me know. I'll touch on that. You know, I would appreciate that. And subscribe if you haven't done so already. And again, I want to say everybody good night. I'm glad for everybody who stopped by hung out. And sincerely, again, I will repeat myself once more because that's the way I, I tend to do things. I really wish everybody the best. I, I The advice that, that I'm giving, it works. It's coming from the heart. I'm not trying to be a, a dick and say, hey, I got you. You know, you, what you're, the way you're going is wrong. No, I'm just trying to help. 
And I hope it finds you in a good place. And I hope you listen. And um, take care, everybody. Good night. Adios.